started. Welcome to Only Black Cosmonaut. I am your host, Howard Palmer, and today's guest is Veronica Ashley Reed. (laughs) Veronica, I don't know if you're familiar with the podcast, but before we begin, I usually like to take three deep breaths, uh, four seconds in, four seconds out, and um, I kind of don't pre-warn people about it. So you ready? Yep. All right. So for our listeners as well, I usually count it out so it's easy to follow along. And we begin with in, one, two, three, four, exhale, two, three, four. In, two, three, four, exhale, two, three, four. And I'm going to join you on the last one. In, out. Thank you so much and may this moment be blessed. Um, again, I really appreciate you taking the space and taking the time to just connect with us here on the podcast and share us, share with us a little bit about yourself. I will let my listeners know that, uh, Veronica Ashley Reed is the creator of Purpose Yoga. And as I understand Purpose Yoga to be is, uh, it's like designing a daily practice for those who desire to live on purpose. You know, um, you yourself come kind of come with a history about self-care and how even Purpose Yoga came to be. So could you take a moment to share with our listeners who is Veronica Ashley, um, Ashley Reed and what is Purpose Yoga and maybe a little bit about what brought you there? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I did about, I'll just start like maybe in my adulthood. I did about 10 years in the army. And from that, I found a little bit of a struggle trying to adjust back into um, being a civilian. While I had practiced yoga before, it was more or less like something like a sport or something like um, like physical activity. You know, it was something Mm -hmm. that was practiced in a gym. And I had tried probably everything outside of um, yoga (laughs) because the army wants to prescribe you like medication and all of these other things. But when it comes to actually understand what is actually happening to you on the inside, trying to adjust back, maybe with PTSD or anxiety and even just the normal, normal things that you would encounter in your daily activities that wouldn't be threatening are now threatening just by practice of years of you know, experience doing that. And I um, actually, I think, I believe Akila invited me to do a challenge, a yoga challenge. It was a comedic yoga challenge, actually. And I tried it and I was like, wow, this this is making a difference in how I feel like right now. Um, And I started doing yoga classes at maybe a gym or something like that. And I wasn't feeling like um, I didn't feel like they gave like a real in-depth understanding of what yoga does and how it works and how it's actually a lifestyle and not just a practice or movement that you might do. And Mm. So I, you know, I looked a little bit deeper and ended up doing a teacher's training um, to deepen my own understanding. Through that, I started to develop things within Purpose Yoga because I was finding information, but I wasn't finding like application or why or any of that thing, anything that connected me to why I should be doing more yoga or why my practice should be consistent or why can I even share this with other people? So I developed um, Purpose Yoga for people that desire to 
do yoga with intentions up front. Like I know that my back hurt. I know that my cycle is killing me. I know that anxiety is taking over my life. I can do these specific poses and I could design a routine that's private. It doesn't have to be led by anybody. It doesn't have to look like anything. Um, and they can do that inside of their home. So would you say it's a, a way of bringing awareness to your practice, um, but more so your self-awareness or um, the individual is allowed, you know, from what I'm understanding, you know, to bring to the practice, what is it that they want to heal with or uh, what they want to um, speak to on purpose in their movement? Yeah. Okay. That's yeah, wonderful. absolutely. Like you get to decide, I want to practice for this reason. Um, and I want, to, you know, bring in intentions to the forefront, giving people, they already have a choice, but presenting them with more of a choice of how they deal with and cope with how their everyday life is. Um, that's perfect. That's, that's really good. Thank you. And that's one of the reasons um, I brought you on the podcast. And for my listeners, once again, Only Black Cosmonaut, the podcast is about mindfulness and how that lives and breathes within us all. The practice, the purpose, the movement, the idea, and Veronica is sharing with us here, to me, her examples of that and how that is um, even how that lives in her practice of purpose yoga. So uh, the biggest thing I've gathered so far from what you're saying is that it became a self-healing um, and then you just went all in. Has this been like a way that you are? You know, did you kind of turn it all into a brand new you um, along with finding yoga or, or did it just transition did all the energy of you being so creative and direct kind of fall into it once you found that, that purpose, that path? Yeah, I think it's the latter. It's the latter one. Um, for me, I found something that worked for me. And I think like that, that, um, that experience to witness to something. And a lot of times like we couldn't, we can't find other people that look like us to say, Hey, how does yoga work? Or that actually helps you and this, this, this. So for me, it was like, okay, I have a tool that I can actually use and maximize on my own terms. We need to present this to other people. And my, my creativity was like, all right, let's grow this. And I've actually, it's really interesting. I actually am in a space to, to sharing it out to have someone else grow it at this point. Um, because it's, it's something that is, it was a personal practice. It was something that worked well for me and still works really well for me. And I want as many people to experience it as possible in many forms, not just purpose, you know, mm. because it's not just how I present it, but in multiple forms. So that's wonderful. That's good. That's good. So, I mean, you don't see yourself ending. Um, it's more so evolving as you combine with more people and collaborate and kind of give it purpose. I know we keep using that word over and over, but I guess it's a great meaning. You know, it is a word that kind of speaks in everybody's vocabulary right now, um, whether it be what is my life's purpose or, you know, how can I be, how can I find purpose? Um, how can I find meaning? So that's great. That's great. I've always wanted to, I've always wondered how did that practice come about in your life? Now I got another question. I actually have three questions for you and, um, they're centered around the idea for me of what mindfulness is and how I practice it with um, my idea of meditation. It's not my own idea. It's again, it's, I'm sure there's different examples of it about. Um, but for me, it does have its own purpose. It does have its own self healing practice because I am an active person. 
And through stillness, I found a deeper level of activity. Um, again, with that word purpose, you know, it makes me feel like I know what I'm doing or I'm, I'm guided by some way. I'm led by some purpose. I'm led by some meaning. So my first question to you, you ready? Yep. How do you define a leader? Wow. Okay. I just want to say that was beautiful. Your, um, your application, the meditation into your life. Um, how do I define a leader? Mm -hmm. Someone that can actively influence themselves in the idea of what they decide to do and how they decide to do it and who they decide to do it with. I think leaders get to, they get to pick and choose and intentionally go places. So for me, leaders aren't people that's looking and seeking for some type of validation or even permission. They're people that are just simply there and being themselves is how they maximize their life when they're okay with that. Mm. Yeah, it's very hard. I would, def I would definitely say for, even in my experience, but I, I say for people in general, all of us, um, to come, come into alignment with that, you know, that the idea of yeah. what leadership is and not have it be on a pedestal. It kind of leads me into my second question is, um, how do you define a woman? Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. I'll even go back to um, your first question, like how leaders were defined for me before now. It's very different, especially coming from the. And then moving back into your second question. Hey, how do you find a woman? Yeah. <laughs> that is that is almost one of the. I mean, they, that... they ask the question a lot with men. How do you define a man? You know, and it's uh, and yeah. I say it with like like I need to change my voice or something. But, you know, I, I want to bring energy and reality to questions like that even in a space like this, how do you define a woman? You know, it's, it's definitely to your, I guess, to your point, it speaks to the leadership, but please continue. Yeah. Um, so I think the definition for a woman for me is simply, it's just simply, wow, that's a loaded <laughs> question. I was like, how do, you define, how do I define a woman? I find, I define how do you define any... Veronica as a woman? That, I know that's what okay. I'm trying to like apply it to like just me because I feel I'm super different and I can't mm. even say that I identify with all of the traditional ways women think. Yeah. Okay. 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 So, so like that's why I'm like I don't want to. But what you're also saying, what you're also saying in the definition of a woman, um, there are certain attributes that are that are consistent or quote unquote um, the same. Yeah, and I think about what we define. I define a woman, a woman with a person with um, female parts. That's a woman. That's that's it for me. I got you. Because the idea of a woman or what a woman should be usually traditionally turns into what like a wife should be or what a mother I should see. be. But that's not a woman. That's just those are roles that women play, and sometimes men play them in different forms. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, in the idea of like a woman, if you present yourself like if you came out as this this is what you are mm -hmm. but when you define yourself like you said like as a leader as a woman or a strong woman or uh you know a resilient woman or all these different things that we get to put in front of that to take away if she's a, a woman or not you know whether she's a, a good one or a bad so one now or I traditional agree agreed and now i wonder when i asked you how do you define a leader? Was there a masculine or feminine um, energy to your thought? 
I'll tell you, yeah, because I saw a woman <laughs> all over it. When you said leader, I was like, I saw myself like bust out the door yeah, and was like, shoulders, bust yeah. yeah, 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 okay, powerful. Yeah, leader, yeah, powerful, what? Powerful. How do you ask? The I mean, directly, directly. It wasn't just like <laughs> it wasn't demeaning like to men because I think they're warriors yeah. too, and I think they're leaders too. No, I get it. But when you think, I yeah, get it. I get it. <laughs> All right. Well, my third question to you, and you know what? Let's continue talking a little bit about um, leadership or a leader and a woman and the idea behind mindfulness. Is there um, a way you can bring that into like a um, bring that home for us? You know. Yeah, for sure. Like, I think that's like, um, I feel like that's a part of my purpose, even though I present people yoga. I also, in the idea of just being a woman, I also recognize the things that we are flawed in. And that's how we're not as mindful as we should be and how we function as not just humans, but as women. Um, so and then when you give us ahead. an example, like, um, Let's do the traditional example, like a relationship, and you're trying to communicate. So you come home, and this is how I understand, you know, I'm learning as well. A woman can be venting, you know, but she's, or she could be talking about her day and venting, but she's not necessarily looking for an answer, you know, and men's traditionally, we like to fix and resolve everything. So if you walk in the door um, and you start talking about your day, Give us an example of, um, and it could be hypothetical, of course, um, of how you can, as a woman and a leader, bring mindfulness into an example moment, to your point of what you're saying, to those flaws even. I'll say, um, I'll start out by saying, you got to know your person, like man or woman, you got to know your person because they might not fall within those realms. But for me, when I tie those things together and you're a leader and you're a woman and you're trying to communicate in a relationship, an intimate one, and you're, you also usually let your person know, your man know, hey, I'm just going to tell you how my day went, or can you help me with this, right. or, um, you know, some type of, and it sounds crazy, instructions, because we all look for that. We all look for guidance, and then after a certain point, once you learn the person you're with, you get to learn those body languages and those words and those conversations that aren't verbal, you know, those things that happen between you guys that say, hey, she ain't looking for you. Right. <laughs> she just wants you to listen. Or right. she needs some help because she's frustrated and she's, she's stunned. So whether right. it's give her some help and give her solutions or give her some help and help her be more mindful or come down and all those different things. Well, you said something I think important, too, in the beginning. And I don't mean to cut you off. We're just talking, too, you know. Um, yeah, no problem. You said something important that. And it's not always the consistent and it's not always there, you know, pretexting that, hey, I'm just venting, you know, letting them know beforehand before you start the conversation or start sharing. Um, because I, as a man, I believe myself to be, you know, I'm not always in the mental space to really assume or even I love you, you know, and I want to be there for you. So if you come to me with these conversations, I'm going to think it needs to be resolved. But if you, yeah. or at least I'm going to innately want to think that way, but over time in practice and the man, I, again, I choose myself to be is I'm hopefully in the moment at best aware when it's like, so what you doing right here? You venting? But I guess like you, you know, like you're saying to my point, it's really great when it happens beforehand, but it's not always the case. 
you know. Yeah, yeah. that's not always the case. And I think it like as like we're talking about mindfulness, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So if we talk about it like in a real sense and how I apply it to my life, and this is why I say yoga is a practice and it's a lifestyle. I as a person have to be mindful of who I am mm-hmm. as a person. I come off very strong no matter who I'm talking to. So when I do talk to anybody, I usually let them know beforehand, look, I ain't trying to hurt your feelings. Right. Or I'm trying to do this. Or I'm just showing you both sides. I'm not telling you what you're saying is bad right. or good. I'm just showing you both sides. I see. So just just being mindful and being more aware of like who we are as men, women. When we enter, it's not that fair to assume or a lot we don't it's not, I don't want to have to assume. Like, yeah. if I'm true to who I am, right? Like, if you want to be true, and you talk about how busy we are as women mm-hmm. and what we got going on, even if it's cleaning the house and making dinner and getting the kids, that's a lot of stuff. So if we have all these responsibilities, then why would we not go ahead and, and, and make, um, make steps to make it easier to communicate? Because that's the real true thing is we're not as mindful as we think we are and we're not as good as we are or think we are as communicators. We're not mindful. Yeah. Like we're just assuming or practice. hoping and wanting. It's a practice. Yeah. It's like thinking and learn well thinking, but learning specifically. Learning is a um it's a skill. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's practice. Mm-hmm. So when you think about communication, everybody's like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a woman. I can communicate. No, you can talk. We can talk. <laughs> I can talk. That's the truth. I tell people I could talk to you all day. But when we start talking about communication, right? And effective communication, right? Mindful purpose, communication, mindful, purpose, commu- yeah, intentional. Yeah. Then we get like deep, and then you got to get out your feelings and get in, you know, and get into yourself, and that's when it gets hard. Yeah. That's that's the mindful part of it is being like, hey, now I'm overwhelmed, or I'm not overwhelmed, and either I can admit that because it's you know. I, it's been times where you can go into a relationship like, look, I'm freaking overwhelmed and I really want to cry, but I want to tell you about this. So if I start crying, don't pat me because right. I'm upset right, right now. I don't want to. But, I don't want to stop crying right now. Right. Right. Yeah. I need to let it yeah. out. I'm doing a cleanse. I'm releasing these energies. I'm letting these hormones flush yeah. so that I can get to my next point. Yeah. Yes, we are freedom-seeking beings as much as we are creatures of habits and as much as we are confusing. You know, I, yeah. <laughs> we, we always say at times, people are, people are, people are this and people are that. And But um, I try my best not to say that I say we, because I, yeah. I even though I'm saying people, maybe there's a subconscious idea that I think I'm talking externally for myself and I'm not. You know, um, I yeah. might not be that habit, but I'm, I'm still a human, you know, I'm still a yeah. person. So, um, I don't know, you have anything to share with our listeners? Um, more so like, um, gems, any gems to give? Um, I'll say, um, take time, like in your mindfulness, in your meditation, in your time, like intentional, intentionally evaluate yourself, not, not criticize yourself or persecute yourself or even pat yourself on the back. Just take moments to observe how you actually move about life. And that's it. That'll change. That'll change how you um, How does that look in practice? Do do they they have a journal? Should they talk to somebody? Should they talk to themselves? Should they... How does that look in practice? Um, Self-reflection, it looks like... 
sometimes it's, it's literally having those honest conversations with people that you trust mm-hmm. in times that aren't um, energy induced. Mm-hmm. Um, i.e. if I feel that maybe I want to examine how am I acting? How am I doing this? How did I handle that situation? Maybe I'll approach my husband when we're not arguing or mm-hmm. when we're not celebrating and I'll just ask out of curiosity and have a conversation that leads from that. And then I'll just take those things and see how many of those things that resonate with me. Like how, like, wow, he mm. pierced me there. Wow. I felt some way about that. Why? Right. All right. These are all good gems. So yeah. <laughs> we're coming up to the final question. You think you know what it is? <laughs> Judging from the last two. Uh-uh. Uh, how can you be a purpose woman leader? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, before, you know, again, thank you so much for taking the space um, and even the assumed time, you know, time is relative, but just being here and being present with the listeners as much as with me and sharing. Um, sharing is a sense of mindfulness for me because when someone asks you something, especially growing up, you can share as much as you want or you can just share little or you can lie or you can be honest all these things but when you do that you are using to me the tool of mindfulness of knowing how you want to present your mind through your words to the world and with that you know it it gives you a sense of power and ability to move along with your life a lot of my experience um would teach me that if i ever wanted something it's just going to take hard work Nothing really came easy other than if someone showed me something in my life that, hey, did you know you're like one of the only person that's like this? Or did you know not many people can do that? I'm like, great, let's figure out how we can get people to do that, especially if that's a purpose, you know, if my purpose. So um, just thank you. You know, we all on our own path and what you're doing with Purpose Yoga, as I see, is great. Um, I think that it. It's it's blowing up. I think I watched it one time. You were offering like maybe like mats. And then the next thing you got, you have a purse on there and you got pillows and you got <laughs> classes yeah. and all, you know. So when people go to the dot com, it I, they're going to find a purpose, you know, or at least find and know what you're about. So um, that's great. That's great. Thank you for creating you. that and, and standing with your space on that. Uh, my third question. What is your superpower? If you could have one. Not what do you think your superpower is, but what would you want your superpower to be? I want to develop and I want to be able to create fire Ooh. and control, like, like control it to like every extent. So like a fire starter. All right. So your element yes. is fire. All right. <laughs> Ridiculously true. So like. is there like a, a story or a any kind of summary or any kind of con- detail, anything you can give us behind that, or that's just, you're just a lover of fire? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I feel like I have like 18 million stories behind it when I was five and I was really learning how to cook. Uh, I've, I've never been like juicy, but I've been like ideally juicy in my head, I guess. <laughs> and my mom did not cook. Um, she didn't cook anything. I'm from the country, so mm-hmm. we had like neck bones and ham. Like we had everything mm-hmm. that you probably would not eat now. Right. <laughs> and she wouldn't cook me some waffles. Really? I've never <laughs> seen in my life those Eggo waffles, the yeah. stupid ones you put in a toaster. We don't have a toaster because we have full-out blown breakfast, right? I see. So I wanted to cook some stupid waffles. I put them in the oven, not knowing <laughs> that I probably should put in an oven mitt to grab that and bring it back I out. I see. Yeah. Mm. 
But that's burn. Like that's not fire. That's, that's, that's... I know, but I figure out if I could like absorb heat because oh, fire has I to come see. from okay, that. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> then that wouldn't have happened and it would never, <laughs> maybe it would never happen again. Oh, <laughs> okay. So it's a protective mechanism. Mm, amazing. 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 I think it would be survival. Like I feel like with fire, you could do anything almost except for hydrate yourself. You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, it uses oxygen, but you're right. It does sucks the oxygen out of the air as well. So, um, all right. Well, <laughs> I would have never thought that, that was way. a cool last question. Yeah. I know I never would have connected that question mm-hmm. to the last. Hey, one. and I never would have thought that would have been your answer. It's it's amazing the way life Let's works match. like that. You know. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we finish up, um, I end the way I begin. You know, it's like a circle. My sister would always say, Akila, the person you were talking about, would always say, circle, circle. So um, if there's nothing else, if you want to plug anything outside of what we spoke about, here's your space. Um, If not, we can end it again with three deep breaths, four seconds in, four seconds out. Yeah, I'll I'll share just a little bit. I'll say that um, Purpose Yoga, for me, gave me a space to practice intentions, practice um, mindfulness. It gave me a space to to acknowledge what I was trying to do within myself, how I wanted to change, where I wanted to change and, and what I wanted to change into. And I think that's like the part of life that we miss. That's the, the, the most important part of life is to actually be intentional and be mindful and be, be superpowers, mm-hmm. <laughs> to have those superpowers because that's something that we don't have after maybe a couple of years in life. We just lose all that stuff. And as an adult, that is a superpower to be able to be intentional, to be purposed, to be mindful. That's the superpower because a lot of us don't have it. So namaste. Quality. <laughs> all right. Veronica Ashley Reed has blessed the podcast. Uh, again, I can't say thank you enough. So I'll just say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. And, and thank you for um, having me. Hey, you're welcome. You're welcome. Let's continue to keep connecting. You know, we know each other. We know people that know each other. So it works out. Yeah. And um, you ready? We're going to breathe together here. So let's begin. In, two, three, four, out. Two, three, four. In, two, three, four, out. Two, three, four. Now join you again on the last one. In. Out. Only Black Cosmonaut is about that mindfulness, about that self-care and self-help and consciousness and bringing all concepts of love into like a conversation. Talk about it. I'll I'll talk to you guys on the next podcast. Veronica, thank you once again. And you have a great evening. All right. Have a good night. Thank you. Bye.